Hi, this is Roy Worley. Welcome to the interview show that brings on guests from all walks of life. Yeah, it's here that they tell their stories and delve a little deeper into their lives to see what got them where they are. So grab a drink, have a seat, and relax, because this is The Leo Effect. When was the last time a short movie shook your emotions to the core? When was the last time a short movie caused you to rethink everything you stood for? When was the last time a short movie made you proud to be an American? When was the last time you felt the emotion to stand up and cheer after a short movie? The new short movie, I've Got Your Six, written and directed by Bill Foster, one of the industry's newest and fastest climbing directors, will answer all of those questions. Rarely has there been so much packed into a short movie that when you leave, you'll feel more proud of our American military veterans. A movie that was cast only with American military veterans will have you on the edge of your seat cheering for our veterans and what makes America great. I've Got Your Six will be hitting the film festival scene soon. Be prepared to drop what you're doing and go see this powerful movie when it comes to your area. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of The Leo Effects. Now, today I'm joined by a very special guest. I've been waiting to talk to him for a bit, and here he is. He's going to regale you with his tales and hopefully answer these questions semi-appropriately? Eh, we'll see what happens. Anyway, please welcome Cole Howard. How are you, sir? Man, I'm, I'm doing wonderfully. Uh, yeah, uh, as, as, far as, things, as far as things go, things go well. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. You're handling the uh, quarantine sequestration pretty well. Oh, you know, uh, as far as experience, a mass experiencing a mass global trauma goes, I think I'm doing all right. Um, yeah, it's it's every day is a new adventure, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of the new adventures, we're, we're going to get into that a little bit later because you and I share a common hobby and that's Tootin. that's that's down towards the end. And I definitely <laughs> want to bring that up a little bit because anytime I can call out somebody for it and besides myself, but <laughs> the whole reason you're here, let's talk about that. What is it that you do? What is it that I do? Uh, I'm I'm primarily a voiceover actor. Um, uh, I've been in a lot of cool stuff. Um, most notably, I suppose I've been on the dragon prince and my little pony. And I played Spider-Man for Marvel superhero adventures, like a uh, Beyblade and Dragon Ball Z, uh, all kinds of cool stuff. Um, but that is like, it is, it is not only what I do. It's, it's my, my most favoriteest thing in the entire world is to play make-believe behind microphones. Uh, it's my whole, <laughs> it's my whole oeuvre. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great, and to put it like that really kind kind of <laughs> puts a nail on it doesn't it <laughs> sure do sure do yeah i like that <laughs> what is it that made you decide to become a voice actor in the first place i mean as with all things it's like uh you know you look back and it's a combination of all kinds of different things but i was thinking about it the way i think about it mostly is it all started around it all started around the dinner table at, at my house and with my family uh everybody was just kind of into doing shtick and doing bits and doing accents and stuff so that there was just never a shortage of like you know you're talking to like don't do that just hey clean your clean your plates or whatever and then you know <laughs> mom would be like oh get what you would you please get your feet off the table for god's sake you're not living in a, not living in a in a portajan are you get out you know that kind of stuff and so we all just kind of we all just kind of sticked at each other especially my mom and dad and uh, myself and then, you know, as we just kept doing that, at some point, my mom had the great idea 
of uh, insisting I go and do some theater um, and getting in involved in community theater where I grew up in Edmonton, professional theater, as a matter of fact, in Edmonton at a very young age was so critical. Um, just spending hours backstage with other actors, just doing doing bits and having a great time. And at some point, one of the older actors, he said, you know, you should do voiceover stuff. And I was like, what? I'm like, that's a cool idea. And I took a couple workshops and I just fell in love. And I was like, well, I think that's it. I think this is what I need to do now for the rest of forever. And uh, <laughs> and <laughs> so far, I found a way to make that a reality. That's fantastic. So mm -hmm. would you say that Pretty your cool. family was your primary inspiration? Yeah, without question. I mean, not only my inspiration and like, um, like legitimately, like my, my family is full of hilarious people. Like my older sister is a marine biologist. She's brilliant. One of the funniest people I've ever met in my entire life. Just absolutely cripplingly hilarious. My little sister is a dive instructor and she is just wicked whip smart. My mom and my dad, like I said, all bits all the time. And growing up around that, and especially I was the middle child of two girls. And so like, I was just, I always had an audience. There was always somebody that was, this is one of the, you know, this is tangential, but I feel like this is one of the biggest things about this moment that we're living through right now. And I don't want to talk about it too much, but the thing I miss the most is just having an audience. I like, I like making people watch me do silly things and do silly voices. <laughs> it's, it's entertaining for me. Like I like getting paid to act, but it's, there is never a better voiceover session than the one you get a room laugh in. When you get a, when you get the whole room to go, ah, that was funny. You know, when, when, you know, you say a funny thing, maybe it's during a take, maybe it's between takes or something, but when you get a room laugh, you fly out of that session. Absolutely. It's the yeah. It's the best. So that, that, that was a, that was a long walk for a short answer. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. I like, <laughs> I like the scenic route. It's, it's beautiful this time of year. <laughs> <laughs> So would you say then that when you when you told your family that you were going to do this professionally, that they supported your decision pretty well? I mean, yeah, with, without question. My, 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 my mom was just an absolute champion for it the whole way through. Um, so I, I did a bunch of voiceover workshops. And of course, I was a kid. I was 14, 14 or 15 or so. And I wasn't making any money. So my mom, you know, paid for me to take a couple of voiceover workshops. And eventually, I lived in Edmonton, Alberta at the time. And there's a studio in Calgary, Alberta, that does a lot of dubbing that comes through uh, the prairies anyways. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, so I, um, I, I managed to get an audition down there. And I have the warmest memories of driving down. It's about a three-hour drive from Edmonton. Driving down and like listening to music in the car with my mom and looking out the window at the rolling prairie landscapes. And then, uh, and then when we got closer and closer to Calgary, she's like, what are you going to do? What are you like, what are you going to do? What voices are you going to do? Like, what, what are you? And I, it like this, this is so classically me, but I had no idea. I hadn't thought about it at all. I was just like, <laughs> oh, I'm no. just like oh, I don't know. I was like, I guess I'll go in and just like, you know, I'll just go in and do like this kind of New York rat kind of thing, do this kind of thing. And then, you know, and then just, I don't know. And like, I hadn't thought about it past any of that. And my mom was like, she pulled over. She said, no, she's like, let's, let's talk. What are you going to do? And we came up with like a little plan and, you know, there was some structure there, but my, my mom 
and and my my dad my whole family like i i think they're used they were used to just seeing me run around and be a performer and i think there was no doubt in anyone's mind that i was going to at least pursue it um mm -hmm. and then once i started getting success you know i started recording more and more at like 16 and stuff and i started actually doing it professionally and then when i moved out to vancouver and i really started doing it professionally i don't think anyone was like shocked i think everyone was like yeah okay thank goodness you know he's someone else's <laughs> problem now <You> know? <laughs> that's not entirely true but it, you know it, it's similar you know, i i don't think everyone in my family uh they're a fantastic group of people and they saw when we were passionate about things and when we were passionate about things they were just like yeah okay go, go and do it just stay out of trouble and you know uh call me if you need something yeah <laughs> it, it's really lucky it's an incredibly fortunate situation for sure absolutely it's so great to have a support system like that yeah. and i mean you gotta gotta thank your entire family for that because if they hadn't mm. have supported you you probably wouldn't have pursued that career and we wouldn't have such amazing things to to watch <laughs> i mean I, I i genuinely believe that i um i would have i would have done it i, I would have done it come hell or high water um you know i i think that's that that's one of the things about performing that i think often gets lost in what uh you know the, what 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 it what it looks like right it always mm -hmm. looks like a like a you always think of it as like there's there's glamour and there's there's you know you're it's the entertainment industry you know and it's there's this idea of like the marquee lights up um but i i think the best performances and the performances that i that i resonate with are ones that uh they come from like a yearning to do it i want to perform i need to perform it's not that i you know i i love doing it but without it uh, without doing performance i don't know what i don't know what my life is and and that, that's a problem but it's a problem that i've come to terms with <laughs> <Sort of. laughs> all right sort of. that's, wow that's great though i mean at least you pursued something that you're so passionate about and it shows in your work yeah. it really does well, thanks thanks and yeah, when you were, so. yeah when you were talking about how your mom pulled over and, and you were discussing mm -hmm. your plan and everything that kind of lends itself to uh what i'm kind of wondering is how do you now come up with character voices or practice the voices like do you just wing it like you were planning in the beginning or do you have a method now yeah that's a great question it depends you know i i think if you're talking about auditions um you know they sometimes come with different things sometimes it's a block of text sometimes it's a picture and you know that's really informative that'll tell you a lot about what what uh you know what the character sounds like you know if he's got a little bit of a nasally sort of thing you know or something if he's got a big nose maybe he's got something like this or maybe he sounds congested uh i don't know you know and, and sometimes i love when my favorite auditions though and are the ones where <laughs> There was a show that was going through Vancouver a while ago and every audition you'd get was like, they'd send you the name of the character in a description and they'd just say, just go nuts. Just do something that makes us laugh. <laughs> like, <laughs> so what is that? That is, that, that, is not, that is the coolest piece of direction you could possibly give me. Just do something that makes us laugh. And I remember I got a Christmas elf. He's like supposed to be like a Christmas elf, right? So, you know, I, I went in behind my microphone and I did like, oh, I'm an elf. Oh boy. Oh, gee, Santa Claus, whatever. And I was like, wait a minute. Everyone in town is going to do that. So what's like what's funny? And I was just like, oh no, I'm gonna do like Jason Statham. So it's like, no, Santa Claus, <laughs> are you kidding me, mate? It's like, no, I was at your wedding. You know me, you know. 
And I ended up getting that part. And it's like, it's one of my favorite stories of all time. Cause it's just, it was one of those opportunities to just do something stupid. Just do, cause that's like cartoons, man. Like just doing something outside of the box. It was so cool. <laughs> so, do I have a process? I don't know. I mean, maybe sometimes, but uh, <laughs> you know, oftentimes it's just, uh, just you get up in a, in, for me at least, sometimes I just get up in a mood and I read a description and I go, okay, cool. And I'll stand behind a microphone and muck around with it for like 45 minutes and nothing interesting comes out. And then five and a half hours later, you know, I'm having a nap and something will hit me. And it's like, oh, let's go, let's go do something. <laughs> but that's not, that's not great advice. It's just, it's just, <laughs> it's, just but, but that's your process. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Ooh, now you've done a, a variety of voices and even since you've been on the show right here now you've done like <laughs> five different ones so do you have a particular style that comes more naturally to you um i think i, I think uh my my strongest quality uh is i i'm a i'm I love acting and I come from a strong theater background. So I like, I like, I like the opportunity to play something serious and I like the opportunity to play something with conviction and seriousness like that. That is, and I think sliding into that is like a really, it's, it, it's a cool thing, especially when you, especially in the world of um, cartoon voices, which I mean, I would love to always be playing somebody wacky. Like if I had my choice, if I had my brothers, oh, if I had my brothers, I'd be playing this guy all the time. But that's um that's not where a majority of that's not where a majority of the work is and there's also a ton of really good actors in the city who do who have been doing that for a lot longer than me who are better mm. at it than me um so the bread and butter i think is to find like a really earnest and sincere quality so if i'm talking about like what kind of what kind of voice i do professionally that you know that i work with the most it's probably just mine and it's this really kind of sincere tone um but i mean i love doing accents i love doing silly voices and if i like i said if i had my druthers that's all i'd be doing <laughs> <laughs> well there you I, go I, yeah accents are like accents are like my love language with my family it's like yeah <laughs> whenever you're in trouble it's like slide into an accent you'll be in a little less trouble <laughs> <laughs> Now that's some good advice. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you know what? If it if, uh, smoke them if you got them. If it works, work it. Right. Now, is it is it strange hearing your voice coming from cartoon characters? Um, no. I, I mean, it's it's a it's a privilege. It's an honor, and it, it's it's like the man getting the getting to be Spider Man on Marvel Spider Man shorts um, is a dream come true. And I got to know the animation director quite well. And uh, on occasion, I'd go into the studio and I'd see what they were working on. And you see the hours and the commitment and the time and the energy that goes into making these things uh, from this team of extraordinary artists and creatives who are dedicating their time to making this cool. And you walk in and they're like, hey, it's the guy who showed up for four hours to record five episodes. And everyone's like, oh, dude, it's cool to meet you. Like, wow. And it's like, are you kidding me? You guys are doing <laughs> magic here. Like you guys are you guys are taking these storyboards and these concepts and turning them into something incredible right? right and 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 then and then I get to lend myself to that amazing like it's a it's a gift um so I mean like you know I've been I've been watching my dumb face perform for years so like <laughs> so like hearing it come out of a cartoon is kind of a relief you know it's like right. that, that, that's that idiot I see in the mirror every day <laughs> it's nice to hear it come out of somebody who doesn't look like him right oh I knew I would come up with a practical use for that voice Exactly. Yeah. One of these days. <laughs> and have you done any kind of conventions or anything? 
Not so much. Um, yeah, not not so much. I uh, I don't know. I I I I I I dabble with the idea. I'd love to do it. I'd love to be invited to conventions. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'd love to go because I like interacting with people. Um, about anything. You know, it right. doesn't have to be about voiceover or anything. It's just nice to see people and hear people. But um, yeah, not 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 so much. It's something I'd like to do, but also I'm I'm like quite lazy and I'm quite a homebody. So <laughs> okay, you know, like, like finding a convention and then like getting myself to it. These are the these are the challenges and you know that's like two things that's a busy day for me (laughs) those two whole things (laughs) two whole things can you believe it do you think you would uh freak out or nerd out or or just be super excited if you saw somebody come up as one of your characters like in full cosplay i mean yeah i would i would i would absolutely lose it i'm you know it's there's so much about the internet sphere that is kind of like it 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 can be a little much you know and a little Mm -hmm. toxic and a little strange here and there but um you get to interact with these people who are impacted by your work like the dragon prince fan fan base is um rabid they're amazing and they're so um they 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 just love the show and they love uh what we did in it and like i when i got on dragon prince i was stoked um you know because i was like oh great you know i have a cool job on this cool show and then uh once it came out and you realize that it had you know the impact that it did you look at your 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 two days in the studio and you look at these people who are drawing pictures of your character and you're just it's 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 amazing it's awesome there's nothing quite like it so yeah i would i would probably i would probably lose my mind a bit (laughs) (laughs) i think it'd be pretty cool (laughs) it's super cool yeah is there any particular uh person that you would really like to work with oh yeah i mean (laughs) i mean all my friends in the city again (laughs) primarily Uh, (laughs) that's uh, fair yeah um I'm yeah I mean there are there are bucket list people for sure like Los Angeles types and stuff but we are we're uniquely privileged and uniquely um uh talented here in Vancouver and there are there are people in this city who I've looked up to for many many years and I've worked with them on occasion here and there but man there's I I don't know if there's a better feeling than walking into a room of some of my Vancouver like idols like you know Jason Simpson's a great example you spoke to him like you know he's a guy that I mean I've worked with him before but I dream about working with Jason like it's it's a it's a blast and it's so um real and they're and they're excellent actors and great people it's super cool so in terms of like bucket list people mark hamill um otherwise (laughs) uh otherwise um just just all my all my homies here man right on yeah right on i could buy that i like (laughs) it and uh so with all of that being said do you Mm -hmm. have anything in the works or anything coming up that people should watch out for i'm trying to think of what i can um what i can and cannot say yeah um i know that the marvel superhero adventures um latest season is just about to be finished put uh being put up on youtube um so that was four amazing seasons of that um so that's that that's uh wrapping up i think um but those are going up i think this week um i was told but we'll see um outside of that there's there's other things um you know this is always the question where it's like i'm sure there's something (laughs) well you know the uh the um disclosure agreements tend to put a dampener on those two you know yeah yeah it's it's a thing you you really don't want to mess up (laughs) right right (laughs) you know especially when especially now in this you know in 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 the the current world you know you, you gotta you gotta be a 
got to be careful. But yeah. Well, I, 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 I'm just looking forward to, you know, just looking forward to seeing what comes next. Well, let's <laughs> talk about something that you probably can't, pro- probably shouldn't mess up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll go okay. with that. Um, so <laughs> this is kind of like a, a fun, like, Quizlet section to see okay. more about you. Uh, you know, the fans get to know a little bit of the, the guy behind the voice kind of thing. Okay. So, like, okay. uh, what kind of hobbies do you do and what kind of stuff do you enjoy? Okay. Um, they uh, Again, this is easy. Uh, so, uh, lots of video games and then lots of Dungeons and Dragons. Um, as much as I can, anyways. You got to be careful. It's, it, it's easy to kind of have that take over your life. Um, and then... <laughs> And then uh, I I'm, I'm mostly just take care of my cat, who's my best friend. Um, he's my homeboy. Uh, I love rock climbing, nice. um, uh, which is an amazing an amazing pastime. It's been an avenue to meet some great friends and get in incredible shape and do cool things, um, like climb rocks, for instance. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, outside of that, oh, scuba diving. I love scuba diving. Um, my little sister and I just like, oh my gosh, uh, we're the happiest when we're just underwater blowing bubbles together. It's a, it's a hoot. That's awesome. You're just all yeah. over the place. All over the place. Yeah. Up mountains, under the water, behind microphone. Ladies and gentlemen, little Howard can do it all. <laughs> and do you have a, a particular uh, go-to snack or food or restaurant that you like to frequent? Yeah. Uh, I, I've been uh, on a massive fried chicken kick. There's a really good fried chicken joint in Vancouver uh, called Download Chicken, and they do a like an incredibly, incredibly good chicken, like fried chicken sandwich. Uh, and I've been meaning to order it, but um, yeah. So I'm gonna say like fried chicken has a really special place in my heart, at least right now. And I <laughs> love baking banana bread. Oh. I love baking banana bread because I always have bananas, but I never go through them fast enough. So I'm just like, well, I guess you're gonna become banana bread. This is your destiny. <laughs> This is what you were born to do. What you were born to be, Chiquita. <laughs> Get in my loaf pan. Um, <laughs> do you have uh, any special talents that uh, go beyond voice acting that maybe people don't know about? Uh, special talents. I mean, yeah, like I, can, no, can you snap really, really fast. Um, what's that? Can you snap really fast? No, I, I, ooh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a fairly good whistler. I like whistling. I like whistling with vibrato. My, my, my grandmother was a real whistler, and we always kind of like lightly teased her about walking around the house, just kind of like, um, see if I can do it. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like she's like a, like a some sort of Disney bird. <laughs> um, and so I, I don't know. I do that a lot. You really are a very good whistler. I, ah, I yeah, thank that. you. That was pleasant on the ear holes. Oh, um, good. And my older sister would disagree, but that's her, that's her problem. That's her problem, which I've been saying for 30, 30, 31 years. She's been my older sister and I've been a pain in her, in her neck the entire time. <laughs> well, consistency is key. Consistency uh, is key. <laughs> yeah. Nothing great was ever done without a little adversity, sis. <laughs> well, speaking on, on that degree with you being a, uh, thorn in your sister's proverbial side, as it were. Uh, do you yourself have any pet peeves that people just kind of annoy you with? Oh, that's again, it's a difficult question because, like, yeah, there's tons of things that needle on me, but I don't know. I don't know how many of them are like valid, you know? 
like I, I'll, I'll get I'll get irked by like internet comments and that's not a cool thing to do um and you know mo- mostly mostly my my pet peeves pet peeves largely come I'll tell you what the worst thing you can do in front of me to disendear yourself to me if that is a word and I don't think it is but it is now <laughs> what the thing you can do that will absolutely make me think that you're a piece of junk is treat service staff poorly I hate it man when you see somebody like I mean I'm all about your pleases your thank yous your how are you you know just if if there is anything to be gained by not being polite I have no idea what it is just be really nice to everybody if you're really polite and really nice to everybody you have nothing to lose I, I don't understand people who are like I don't have time for that you know it's like you know a server uh, server will come by and be like uh, you know here's your here's your bill or whatever and they don't look up from their food mm-hmm. or like take your headphones off when you're talking to somebody it's it oh boy yeah well, turns out <laughs> I have a lot of pet peeves let <laughs> me go yeah but this that, that's just respectful and yeah. you know that that's Some respectable art. I like that that's yeah. a very good answer well it, it, it takes no time it takes no time but you get to you know you can you can make someone's day better it's it's it, it's just a win-win and and anybody who doesn't see it that way you know it's like I don't have time to be nice to my barista it's like well then you don't have time to drink coffee sir <laughs> you should be I don't know you should be doing something else right you know oh man <laughs> so, so my final official question for you is okay. what advice would you have for a new voice actor that's just setting out in this business cool I uh, I love this question and I think the and I think I, I touched on it a little earlier it's twofold I think the first is um know that if you want to do it and you and you 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 feel it and 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 I and I don't think I need to be more clear about what it is but if you feel like you must do it um then learn how to act and take your time to learn how to act whatever that means take um take improv workshops take workshops um open yourself up to to new avenues of feeling uh, empathy and feeling for people because that's what it always is you know at this is like super hippy dippy actor nonsense but it is true the the performances that resonate with us are the ones that are good mirrors uh, you know we see ourselves in this we hear ourselves in this character there's something about this character that's relatable and if you take the time to develop your muscle of empathy then you can recognize what it feels like to lose your father you can empathize empathize what it feels like to lose um you know a beloved cat or what it feels like to get married the joy of it you know like there's and, and, and I would say it's not about the craft of acting. It's about the feeling behind it. If you can feel something and you can perform that feeling, you can be a marvelous actor. And if you can be a marvelous actor, you can be a marvelous voiceover actor. That is the most amazing answer. <laughs> like that, that's some straight up Arcanum stuff right there. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I, uh, as I, 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 I indeed, I, I charmed you. I cast a spell upon you. <laughs> <laughs> the, the it. And you know, if anybody's listening and you don't understand what that means, you're just going to have to watch the Dragon Prince. So ha-ha. watch the Dragon Prince, please. Shameless plug. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Very shameful but I love it. And that's how we do that. <laughs> uh, so in this last few moments of the show, I kind of yes. want to do uh, what I, I like to do. It's, um, you know, along those same lines, it's a shameless plug. And if you would like to tell the listeners all your various social medias and possible websites and things like that, so they can go click and follow along, that would be phenomenal. Cool. I mean, uh, you're welcome to follow me on Twitter. Uh, I'm, I believe I'm at Cole MF Howard. Uh, on Twitter, the MF stands for metal face. If my grandmother's listening, um, oh. and, um, 
but uh, you know, it, it, it's it, it's a fairly unfiltered view, especially these days of uh, of where I'm at. So it's 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 less about my professional stuff. Um, well, no, there's tons of my professional stuff, but it is it is if you want to get an unfiltered coal, <laughs> go to my Twitter. Um, outside of that, um, you can find me on Instagram. Um, I haven't been posting too much these days because I'm just in my house. Um, mm. <laughs> but that's uh, that's uh, at cmfh.esq. Um, you know, find me on LinkedIn. I won't communicate with you there, but you can try. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Outside of that, uh, no, man. I'm 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 mostly just limited to Twitter these days, and just just howling into the hurricane that is Twitter. Right. Right <laughs> on. Blast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or I'm sitting around playing Final Fantasy IX or Dungeons and Dragons, which is yeah. far more productive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a very good use of your time. <laughs> and how? Well, Mr. Metalface, I'd like to say thank you so much for coming on the show and talking to me today <laughs> and, got, me, got me with that one Whoa, you got me mid-sip you almost got a spit take out of me i yes. know you wanted it <laughs> not today well not today. what the listeners don't know is that we're speaking over zoom so i can see yeah. you very clearly I I was, yeah i i subjected you to my face for this entire thing <laughs> i was awaiting yeah. that moment this whole time no uh, i know i know i could feel it i i just didn't know how you were gonna get get it but uh you almost, <laughs> you almost had me with my metal face reference right all right but I really do appreciate you coming on the show, Cole, yeah. and talking I to me. You having me, brother? Yeah, absolutely. Anytime, anytime at all. And who knows? Maybe we will collaborate some hobby stuff together with some Dungeons and Dragons, and the listeners will have something else to hear. So, I think, we'll see. yeah, it, it, it'd be cool to it'd be cool to go to space together. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> go travel the stars. Go travel the stars among the stars. What a treat! Ah, man. Star well, I, I I really appreciate your time, Ray. Man, thank you for this. Absolutely, not a problem. Yeah. And thank you to all the listeners who tuned in to check this out. I hope you enjoyed the show and you click all the likes and the bells and the whistles on Cole's social medias and follow along on Twitter. You know, he's doing some great stuff. There's more stuff coming and you don't want to miss any of it. I promise. But thank you all very, very much for listening and we will see you all next time. Yeah, be kind to be kind to one another, everybody. Be good. <laughs> oh, now that was an awesome interview. Thanks so much for listening. You all are so great. And don't forget to head to Facebook, Insta, and Twitter and follow The Leo Effects. If you want to hear some comedy and ridiculous voices, check out Shattered Dungeons on YouTube and all other places podcasts can be heard. And you'll hear me voicing crazy characters, usually pretty terribly. So thank you so much. You all are the absolute best. And we will see you all on the next episode.